Hi there. Welcome back to the pastor's table. In these next four sessions, we're going to be talking about foundations. I think it's a critical time for believers everywhere that they have sure, confident foundations. What do they believe? How do they believe that? So we're going to be talking about all kinds of different ways about that. And to know that God is with you, that you can be strengthened, and that you're going the right way. We're going somewhere. We're not just sitting there. We're a building of God. And we can be wise in our building, and we can be confident in it, and we're expecting that to happen for every one of you. Bless you as you watch this series. Hi there. Welcome to the pastor's table. We're already in November this year. Can you This year has gone so fast. Uh-huh. We're so glad you're joining us today. One of the things that's been really a big part of what we've been doing as pastors is going back and having a good look at our foundation. Mm-hmm. And so that we, we know this, when our foundation is sure, we're going to be more confident in how we, we walk as Christians. This is such a great, great verse. And so we're going to de- talk to this verse, share this verse, and wherever we go from there, you know how we, we like to do that. And just hear what the Holy Spirit has to say about building and foundations. So I'm in First Corinthians chapter 3, and I'm going to read verse 10. Now, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I want to just stop there and tell you that this is, this is about people. This is about us, Mm -hmm. and this is not, yes, Jesus in us is working this good work, but this is for us, that we can be wise master builders. Mm -hmm. I have laid the foundation, and another builds thereon, but let every man take heed how he builds thereon. Mm -hmm. I can tell you as a parent, I always have hoped when I've talked to my husband, we've talked about our kids, that they would go farther than what we did. Mm -hmm. My parents said the same thing. You know, we're, we're building this, you build on. We never expected our kids to have to go back to square one and start over mm-hmm. and, and do all the things that, that we've had to do to get to where we are. Do you think it's that way in Christianity? Sometimes people think that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have to go. We're going to have to pray through what our aunties prayed for. How many times I, I have paused in my life and thank God for the prayers that went before on me. I'm grateful for a praying grandma. Mm-hmm. And when I went on my first mission trip, I hadn't quite turned 18. And here I was in a, in a foreign country. And, and it's such absolute, absolute culture shock and not understanding the surrounding. And I was just in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Alabama. But it was so far from anything I had grown up. It's such a a healthy, very Christian bubble. And so I was kind of shocking. And I, I knew, and my grandmother would send me letters and tell me how she was praying for me and how she expected me to go further than, than what she had done in her life and how that's helped me today. Mm. Grateful for her prayers, mm. so grateful. So we know this, God wants us to build something. Mm-hmm. He, he's given us the equipment to be wise in that. And so we're also expecting that as pastors, what we build in others, they can receive, they can have a place to move forward from, Mm -hmm. and they can go beyond. We're not saying, all right, we're the top dogs here. We've got this handle and we know what to do. Mm -hmm. We've got this nailed, right? Uh, Absolutely. We're we're believing God for for greater and and greater works and greater works and greater works. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, it makes me think of... uh, 
I do the payroll for a U.S. company down in California, and it's it's a union union company down there. Then we we do we do steel stud framing and drywalling and very tall skyscrapers down there in in L.A. area and San Diego, and the union has an apprenticeship program. So you've got your journeymen who have gone through the program and they've taken their final exams and they've got their journeyman papers and they know everything to do. But they, we, have, we, we hire apprentices and those apprentices learn from the journeyman. And they write on site and then they go to school and learn as well, but they're learning right on site with the journeyman and they, they get mentors on there that help them, that teach them the way to do things. So imagine not having that on a job site. Mm. So people come to the job site and they have to learn from scratch and they have nobody to teach them. And so they go through and they try and, and put up the steel stud framing or put up the drywall or whatever without any guidance or teaching on how to do that. You're gonna make a mess of it. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna have to go back to, to square one and learn from square one and it's gonna take a whole lot longer. Absolutely. And it's, and it's gonna be a whole lot more painful. Mm -hmm. In our own lives, we, a lot of people think that, oh, you learn by experience. <laughs> but we don't have to. That's right. You, oh, you yeah. can learn by experience, but we've got the grace of God here who's going to create in us that understanding of how to walk with him and how to grow and learn and, and walk by learning as opposed to walk by growing from experience and experience some awful things possibly in your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is my life. Like, I, I, you enco I encounter some of those people that, <laughs> that like, I have to do it my way. And then, and yeah, <laughs> and, and it's so interesting. Like I, I can't, like I, I'm as a teacher, you know, I can't, if they want to do it their way, we, we can bite a little bit of a heads. I'm trying to teach the best, uh, like a better way. <laughs> <laughs> and so even like, you know, encountering things like how to print a number the correct way, mm. you know, but I, my way's better, you know, this is the best. Well, not necessarily, there's always a better way. And uh, when you're not open to other ways, it's you're gonna you're gonna fall into some traps, yeah. and uh, and uh, it's it's your choice what you do with your life, and we can learn from mistakes of others instead of making them ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just mistakes, yeah. But, but there's good things, yeah. yeah. And I think that when we talk about building, we talk about experience. We tend to focus on the mistake part mm -hmm. more than what mm -hmm. was actually built. It was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got some good foundation here. Mm -hmm. You know, the the prayers that my grandma prayed weren't mistake prayers. No, they were good prayers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the 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 building that was done there was mm -hmm. good. Yeah. It was strong, and there was reasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, when uh, we were able to travel to Kenya three times, and and to a couple of other different countries. I think eleven now total. But when we took one of the fellows with us, and and. He was so stunned when he saw the, the, the work on the side as they were building, the, the scaffolding no. was just, <laughs> and, and it was frightening. I don't know how else to say it. And with all of the things that were done, there was not one stair when it was cement that was the same height as any other. There was no, they called them camel donkey because one was high, the next was low, and there were, some were crooked, some were striped. I don't, I, I have no words. <laughs> and somehow when, when it was all painted over, you didn't know what was underneath. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, 
another, <laughs> another thing, if you look at the Amplified of this verse, mm. uh, let me just read the Amplified of the verse. It says, according to the grace, the special endowment for my task of God bestowed on me, like a skillful, skillful architect and master builder, I laid the foundation and now another man is building upon it, but let mm -hmm. each man be careful how he builds upon it. It's talking about a skillful architect. Now, when I, I work obviously for a construction company, when my understanding of an architect was that they went and they designed these beautiful buildings and, and then they handed it over to the engineers to figure out how to build them. Well, that's actually not the case. Mm. Architects are actually involved in every aspect of the building of that building. They have to approve the different um, materials that are used for different things in the building, all the whole way through the building. So as we, as we think of God as the architect for our lives, mm -hmm. he doesn't just kind of give you salvation and say, good luck, have a great life <laughs> with me. You know, he's walking alongside of you the whole way making sure if you want to hear from him, like Pastor Ann said, we have the choice to be have a teachable heart and learn from those who want to teach and who, who have that gifting to be able to teach us. As that, that master, that architect, he can walk beside us and teach us and show us the right things to use as we walk along in our life. Mm -hmm. that's I think that's a really good point. Um, it, it seems that the, you know, in, in my Christian travels, let's just say, which you know, I haven't traveled a lot, but I understand in meeting different Christians from different places and that have, that have learned different things. One thing I've noticed is that many Christians, um, they have that kind of approach when it comes to the building of their lives. Mm -hmm. And so some of them are very just, just content to have a foundation, you know, um, being, well, Jesus saved me, and then mm -hmm. that's about it. Mm -hmm. Right. And even that... Understanding of that is maybe not as complete as it could be. Let's mm -hmm. just say, and then there's other Christians that have done what you're saying, and they've gone and not consulted with the master builder himself, mm -hmm. and so they've decided, oh, this material over here looks good. <laughs> I'm going to put that right over here, and then you know I like that over there, and they've heard some other teaching from some other person. They oh I like that, so they take that and they, you know, construct something themselves like. Um, if you've seen children with Lego, mm -hmm. and you see how they build, <laughs> um, you know they. How come? How come? You know you've got windows that are here. I mean, you don't critique your child's Lego construction <laughs> that way. I mean, any parent doesn't do that, right? They're like, oh, that's beautiful. Look at that. But there's no way that that little Lego building is the blueprint for your house that you're going to build next year, because you know the windows are in the wrong places. You got doors on a second floor with no steps leading up to it. <laughs> And it's, you know, it's because someone liked it mm -hmm. and put it there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of Christians have uh, built their lives that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they've taken what they like mm -hmm. and maybe not the things that they don't like so much and have just put all those pieces together without asking the architect and master builder himself, how do these things actually fit together? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to be doing here? Mm -hmm. And allowing him to help them build upon that foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think just it, the Lego thing is such a, a good example because when I get, you know, have built with my grandchildren, 
I'm like, well, this is the picture on the box. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you mean you just want to build that way? <laughs> and I, I just struggle with that because we want to build it just like the paper says. <laughs> and and the, the funny thing is, is having watched that Lego movie where, you know, the, the glue it together, that, <laughs> that would be my favorite thing to do. <laughs> However, I realized they do want to do things differently and by like. And, and it's not that that's wrong. And they, sometimes the reason that that the plan of God is resisted is because then they think it kills creativity. Mm. And there's no self-expression and all of those things that the world says are, are important, but in a wrong way. Mm -hmm. Yes, God's made us creative. Yes, he is creative. And yes, and he isn't sitting there with the glue trying to glue you together in the <laughs> way he wants you to do, and we're glad of that. Yeah. And, it's not, and, and, and they look at his building plans mm -hmm. as very limiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't understand until they get there that actually it frees you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And things like, you know, yeah, yeah, you did want those that door on the second floor. Yeah. But there's no stairs and you're gonna <laughs> fall and bump your head. <laughs> but you liked it in the moment. And many times what we like in the moment is not who we are. <laughs> it's who we are in a moment yeah. and not for the future. And I constantly bring up the example about like your closet and like go go to your closet, you know. Find those things that you bought desperately knowing that you thought that they were going to be. They were so great to have. <laughs> <laughs> I got a closet full of things that I, I thought I wanted and then I don't really want. <laughs> and so, you know, even as simply as that, asking God, you know, you know, and, and so that, that shirt that gave you joy, you looked at it and you had joy when you saw it on the rack. You know, mm -hmm. it's fleeting but yeah. the joy of the things that God has for you mm -hmm. are eternal. Mm -hmm. And so if we can just lay down a momentary joy mm -hmm. for mm. a and, and pick up and, and, and just align ourselves with God's mm -hmm. eternal things mm -hmm. that he has for us, mm -hmm. I think we'd be in a better place. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I, I can honestly tell you that I've struggled in the area of creativity and feeling that limitation, mm -hmm. partly because I didn't hear those other kinds of words about how freeing the, God's plan was when I got in it. Yeah. I have done more in my life since I yielded to his plan than I ever did trying to figure it out. Yeah. I, I, and like I said, I've traveled to, I, I believe it's 11 countries. and. And, and it's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Now, I always wanted to travel as a child, but every time I tried to even save the money or do this, I never ended up going where I wanted to. It just never seemed to work out right, or mm -hmm. then the money got somewhere yeah. else, and all kinds of different things. But I've known when I've, I've traveled with the Lord's plan, I've got to see things. And, it, and yes, it was for ministry, and yes, I did those things, but I've also had the blessing of People saying, oh, you know, when one of the trips to Kenya, our driver said, you know what, he, it's your day off, let's go here. And he took us to, to see some of the sites. And, and I happen to personally enjoy birds. Mm. Now, that's not everybody's bag. But I saw birds I had only seen in books. Mm. And they were beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, and so now I'm here and it's wonderful. And I got this extra part that I wasn't expecting. Mm -hmm. that was something that, that I, I love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I got to do what I love by getting in God's plan. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, I, and I think it's very important for us to hear that, 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 there, that the door opens 
when you get in in his ways, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like what it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about on Sunday about mm -hmm. uh, the, a couple Sundays ago about an invitation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that he's inviting you to something, mm -hmm. and uh, and and seeing it more of that as as opposed to like an order of like you must do this, mm -hmm. you know, or this is what you do, you have to do, or this. But here, here's something, and and we can go and do that, and mm -hmm. it's it's an invitation to something great. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Amen. And, you know, just to, out of the experience of uh, hearing God in, in, in my job and in my work, um, I, Paul talks about that we're supposed to run our race, mm -hmm. not somebody else's race, but our race. So we, we learn about what our race is, our gift, the giftings, the, the abilities that God's given us, and we start to walk down that path and that stay in our lane, and we do that. And as you do that, and what I've experienced in my life as, I, as I've done that, the, the creativity. Now, I'm an accountant. <laughs> okay. So, creative accounting. In a good way. In a yeah, good way. Yeah. But just, just the, um, the abilities and the ideas that God has given me in my job, that's where the creati creativity comes. And, and it far exceeds and eclipses any creativity you can come up with on your own when you take that time to hear God. And, you know, <laughs> I, I have been very blessed. People have recognized that at work, and I just got another raise, like 10%. Praise yeah, the praise Lord. Lord. Praise, praise God. And um, it, when, when you allow that creativity that God wants to bring up in you, it does amazing things. It's just, yeah. The door on the second floor gets stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I was thinking some of this conversation reminds me of uh, a verse in Ephesians chapter 2. The first part of verse 10 says this, For we are God's own... This is Amplified Version yeah. again. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are God's own handiwork. Mm -hmm. Right? So that, that word handiwork means his workmanship, mm -hmm. his building, uh, recreated in Christ Jesus, that mm -hmm. we may do good works, which God has predestined for us. So there are things that we are designed to, to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about building something. Now, I mean, you can, we were also talking about those uh, like little Lego boxes that have a preset plan in mm -hmm. place, those bricks are designed to function that way. Now, mm -hmm. I know with the way that that is particularly, you can use them for other things too. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't apply when you're looking to build a, an Ikea shelf. No. Right? <laughs> but, like, there's one way that it fits together. Yeah. Yes. And it was designed for a certain purpose. And so, I mean, you can do whatever you want with those pieces. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can take those shelves, you can put them any way you want, you can glue them on the side, they can stick out funny or whatever you want to do with them. But they had a specific purpose in mind when they designed that shelf. Mm -hmm. They only fit together one way. Mm -hmm. So in the similar way, God has designed us a certain way. Absolutely. We're recreated in Christ Jesus. We're designed to do good works. Mm -hmm. We are made to look like Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And so it only works one way. Yeah. You know, and so you can do whatever you want with that IKEA shelf, but it will not fulfill its purpose right. for what it was designed to do if you don't follow the instructions when you're building it. Mm -hmm. It will look a different way. 
It'll do something completely different, but it will not fulfill its purpose for which it was created. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are so many things in people's lives when they're looking for that fulfillment. They're looking for, what am I here for? They're, they're, they're looking for that. But the answer is in being built up in Christ Jesus according to the way He made us. Yeah. And that's where we find that fulfillment of purpose. That's where we find, you know, I'm really just made for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear people say that from time to time. They, they discover some sort of activity or they get into some sort of career and they realize, I was made for this. Like, I just, it just comes naturally to me, and I have so much fun doing it. And they find freedom of expression in that track because they were designed for that. They were made for that. Well, in Christ Jesus, we were made to look like Him. We were designed by God to, to show who He is to the world around us. So, getting on that track and following that and allowing Him to build us according to His plan will allow us to experience the fullness of that life that He has for us, the joy and the, mm -hmm. the freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. Follows those paths. Mm -hmm. The first way to get on that path is accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And that's the first part of that great plan. So if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, that's the best place to begin. And it's so easy. It doesn't take a special day Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take a bunch of special words. Mm -hmm. We could give you all the words, but the best way is you just making an open confession to Jesus Christ. Tell him you need him. Mm -hmm. Tell him that you're sorry for what went on in life. That Maybe, maybe that you're sorry that it took so long for you to get there. <laughs> and that's okay, too. Let it come out of your heart, your confession, what you believe about Jesus Christ. Invite him into your life and just tell him you love him and that you receive his great forgiveness that was bought for you in the, on the cross. And that'll start a really great plan in your life. Amen. 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 Amen.